Hey, podcasters or podcaster, singular, because you're probably not listening to this in a group. Imagine if they were, though. Like they're like at a party or something, a yeah. podcast party. What do you just put your iPhone down in the middle <laughs> of a circle and then just all go, shut up. Shh. Or maybe it's like a silent disco, you know, where everyone's yeah. got their headphones in and they're all like, oi, you listening to Ellie You know what would happen if I had the podcast circle thing going? What? At any given time when the podcast got really good, either my best mate Brownie or my mum would call or want to FaceTime and just cut the podcast off. You know what I mean? Like you're listening, listening, listening. That's really funny. And it'd be like, ding, 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 ding. That was a really good ringtone sound effect. I really yeah, enjoyed I that forgot part of the story. One was the actual. Oh, dun, 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 dun. no, that's no, that's up teams. <laughs> Actually, phoner oh, no. idea. Oh no, he's had a shit idea for the show tomorrow, guys. Phoner idea. People, um, ring up and they do a ringtone, and we've got to decide what it's from. Be it FaceTime, be it um, uh, Microsoft Teams, be it. I mean, everyone's zooming. Okay, look, we can try it. Today I thought you had an awful phone and it went off. Turned so out, turned out chances what are tomorrow sort of work. dog would Santa be was an absolute bloody cracker. Who would have okay. thought it? But then you had one too. You had some lame whammy story <laughs> about uh, your brother and your sister-in-law gave you a, a, a freaking gift voucher and you didn't want to spend it on what they wanted you to spend it on. What, what do I do? And I thought, oh, here we go. This is just about as boring as a punch in the nuts. <laughs> and, and, and we got stacks of calls, which was great. Are we just really great? Are we so good at radio that we don't even realise it? Well, I think it's 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 that delicate balance between really not trusting the other person and thoroughly respecting them, <laughs> which is where we've got to be. And on that note, get ready for thirty minutes of that. Yeah, huddle around. Um, really, I reckon go on Wi-Fi and then turn. Maybe your network off so your mum doesn't call. Oh, so true. Um, the bit that comes up right now is about a penis. I'm just sort of throwing oh, that. Yeah, the, so you enjoy it. Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're about to hear it. Bye. So you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio. So you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance. But here goes Ellie and Bex. The great white shark. He's been in the news. Greg Norman, who you earlier today asked me if he was even from Australia. I got him mixed up with the balsamic vinaigrette guy. What, Paul, Paul, Paul Newman. Newman? How? Aren't they both golfers? No, Paul Newman's an actor. Oh. <laughs> and, and as you rightly point out, condiment king. Greg Norman is a Queenslander and former world number one in golf, uh, developer, etc. probably worth about half a billion dollars. Maybe he should invest some of that in salad dressings, okay? Well, I'll tell you one uh, thing he doesn't need to invest in, and that's in any other sort of packaging. Uh, if you've gone onto our uh, <laughs> socials or you've seen this one around um, around the traps on the news sites and whatnot, uh, there's a photo of Greg Norman taking his dog for a walk down the beach, and essentially he's in um, uh, blue sort of swim shorts. He's in fabulous shape as always, six-pack. Mm-hmm. He looks in immaculate condition. Oh, for 65, he's doing all right. Uh, but I'll tell you what, there's something else. How do you explain... For those that don't have time right now to get on the phone, what the focal point of the... You okay. know what? I, I think probably the easiest way to explain the, what makes this photo so remarkable is we took it around today to the office, to the girls in the office, and we showed them and got their reaction. Take a listen. Beck, um, just wondering if you can tell us much about this picture of Greg Norman. <laughs> what a beautiful, strong-looking dog. <laughs> Nice pair of pants he's got, eh? Yeah, really, really blue. Anything um, larger than normal that you notice in that photo? Um, looks like a pretty large 
Oh, low tide, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> the ocean. I'd like you to take a look at this photo of Greg Norman and tell me what you really oh, see. The glasses are on. She's getting a closer look. Oh, dear. He's a bit excited to be walking on the beach. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> what, you're not a fan of his dog? Or? It's a bit cold. <laughs> Oh, wow. If it's cold, then he's got the good... Well, okay, yeah, okay, what? good, yes. Well, it, it looks like he's happy to be with this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anthea, just wondering what you think of this photo of Greg Norman. Oh, he's got a nice dog, hasn't he? Anything else? Of course you'd go for the dog. You notice anything else? Look at his pants, Ann. Oh. <laughs> Goodness me. Yeah. Got a nice dog, got a nice dog. <laughs> Wowza. Yeah, you just did, mate. What a role model. So, if you're a fan of golf, obviously, we know. Golf? Yes. <laughs> just let us know what you think of this photo of Greg Norman. Her eyes just went very Are you wide. sure? Are we sure? You zoom in, zoom in. What? Oh, my God. Zoom okay. into Okay. I just I saw something. What did you just see? If, if the kids were listening, what would you tell the kids in the car that you just saw? Keep it above the line. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, she's frozen. Look above. She, 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 can't, she can't take her eyes off it. It's like she's the Mona speechless. Lisa, actually. It's like the Mona Lisa. Wherever you look at it, its eyes look at you. I know. So it took me a while to notice, and now I can't right. see anything Flashing. else. I literally... Are we going to get in trouble from HR for making people walk around the office looking at All we're doing is walking around making everyone look at someone's pecker. It's great. Renee wants to look. Yeah. Actually, I love it. You're like, are we going to get in trouble with HR? Renee's like, come on over. Show me. What are your thoughts, Renee? You like his dog, obviously. You like the beach. My God. <laughs> What's going on there? How old is that man? <laughs> I think he's nearly 70. He's in good 65. Nick. Far out. He's Anything right. you noticed out of... Um, the dog wants to... The dog is He thinks he's going to catch a... a stick or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's not a stick, mate. It's a log, I tell you. Oh, wow, well, OK, OK, OK. We're still on air. Let's just take this away. We'll take this away. This was a bad idea. Everyone's riled up now. I mean, we've all thoroughly enjoyed it on yes. behalf of the ladies of the office. Thank you, Ellie and Bex. Am I right? Ellie and Bex. 91.9. I realise that this phone topic is going to work. All right. Folks, I went and got uh, dog Santa photos on the weekend. Yes, I'm not entirely proud, but it was awesome. And it was a great thing to have out there at the at the shelter, and it went to charity. Mm-hmm. You asked the question yesterday: Did they have a dog Santa? And actually, I was like, and then I was like, oh, that's genius. Well, I thought if you're going to take your dog to get a photo with Santa, shouldn't Santa be also a dog? No disrespect to the people there, because it's a volunteer oh, organisation. Yeah. But the bloke was not a convincing Santa. Not that the dog gives us stuff, because the dog's a dog, right? <laughs> but I'm standing there going, mate, you're in better shape than me. Hand it over. I've got a belly. I'll get this done. <laughs> And then I got thinking about your idea, and here is where we have a little bit of a problem, because mm. you think no one will call for this. What I'm about to ask, you think that it's the most stupid idea ever, and that no one's ever thought of this. No one's going to have an idea of what the answer should be. Pretty much. I mean, yes. I just, I just think it's not, f- n- not fun. I'll tell you what. I'm going to put some uh, prizes on it. Oh, Splash City Summer Camp Caloundra coming for Motivate Sports. If you want to go to that. Um, then you better have the best suggestion for this. Here is my crap phone topic. 545-11-919. In that scenario, what breed of dog, what sort of dog, even if you don't know the actual breed name, if you've seen it on a, I don't know, an advert or something, should, like the sorbent puppy. should play Santa. Someone in our office, for example, said the Dulux dog. I think that's great. Oh, is that a little shaggy one? Yes. Now that's too small. Oh, God, I'm getting invested. Exactly. Oh, God. So she reckons no myself. one's going to call, folks. 545 What type of a dog would 
be Santa? Or would Santa be? I reckon a golden retriever. If I'm look, if, if I've with got to spend the next ten on. minutes of my life doing it, yes, with glasses on. I feel like a golden retriever is shaggy enough to constitute Ooh. having a beard. We've got callers. Can we take one straight off the bat? Do you mind? Yes, we can. T- oh. oh, we've got Sammy's calling as well. So just hold there, darling. Oh. Hello, CFM. Who have we got there? Hi, it's Sarah. Hello, hey, Sarah. Sarah. First oh. of all, thank you for calling. Secondly, is this the greatest phone topic of all time, or what? Yes, I'm actually a vet nurse, so it is perfect. <laughs> yes, talk about engagement. Whereabouts do you hail from, Sarah? Pardon? Whereabouts are you from? I'm from uh, Nambour. Nambour, lovely. lovely. Well, give us the actual professional advice here. If if, if well, we made Santa a dog, what breed would it be? I reckon it would be a St. Bernard because they're huge, they're full of fluff. Oh, fill yes. <laughs> I can't believe Ellie's having to Google a Saint Bernard. Well, that's Bernard. the thing, right? See, I think the reason I don't like this phone topic um, is because I don't Beethoven? know what breeds are. Beethoven, the movie, remember oh, that? Oh, yes. Because no, I that's was thinking, too big, I was thinking Bernie's Mountain Dog, very similar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big fluff. And yeah, they're so sweet, aren't they? They're so lovely. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. Not bad when you first call a vet nurse. (laughs) Thank you, Turn it up, she says. Thanks, Sarah. Keep those calls coming if you do. What, you don't want to take the other two we've got now? Yeah, no, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Oh, it won't uh... work. No, it won't work. (laughs) All right, Sam from Karamundi. Welcome to what I thought was going to be the worst radio topic ever. Ask me what it was. Ding. Ask me, ask me. What, what, What the question is? No, ding. What was that? Oh, that was Ellie's humble pie. It's ready in the microwave. <laughs> Here's my, my wicked idea. If Santa were a dog, what type of dog would Santa be? Oh, that's easy. The Samoid. Oh. They, are a, they are a super fluffy, cloud-like dog. They used to, um, they were bred in, um, for the Siberian winter, so, you know, you need a Santa that's going to be tolerating cold. They're super yes. fluffy. But they also heard reindeer. They really? Have you seen these things? Have a look yeah, at them. Yeah, I've just done a Google. Oh, Sammy, that do you know what? You've put a great amount of thought into this because not only does the Samoyed have like a shaggy beard, yes. but herding yeah. reindeer, that is a bonus. And also, how did you know that? <laughs> I, I I like to know a bit about animals and dogs. And my brother's dad, many, many, many years ago, had a Samoyed and it, it was literally, it was called Cloud because it was like a white fluffy cloud. I was oh, going, sorry. And he was a white fluffy cloud and he could just sneak up on you and he was off. So I had to know more about them. There you go. There you go. See? Intel- well, finally an intelligent woman. I know. In this, <laughs> in this conversation. I've got to say, that's got my vote for uh, so far. Yes. All right. Hold hold the line there, Sammy. Uh, we'll go to Jodes in Budroom. Jody. if Santa was a dog, what sort of dog would Santa be? We think a standard uh, salt and pepper schnauzer because they have that big, long, white beard. True. You know what I like about this is you've gone for the small dog. A lot of people have assumed that Santa has to be a big dog. (laughs) No, no, go the standard one because then they're a little bit bigger. And they do look like an old man. Yes. And the the picture I'm looking at has a decent beard. Schnauzer. Yeah, they do. They can get really long. (laughs) <laughs> okay, very big ears, right. though. Do, does Santa notoriously have a big ear or...? Oh, why not? <laughs> Doesn't hurt. I, we didn't come this far. <laughs> I tell you what, Jody, I think that's a sensational <laughs> suggestion. And, uh, look, I'm going to say 
I'm going to say that's that, along with Sammy, is worthy of uh, Motivate Sports. Wow. Uh, plus, I'm going to uh, give a Motivate Sports pass to the lady who kicked things off because, hey, breaking the ice is the big deal here. Wow. Uh, let me just <laughs> tell it's you. It's like Christmas in this studio, am I right? Are you Santa Bex? Yeah, uh, Splash <laughs> City Summer Camp Caloundra. We'll take the kids off your hands 12th and 13th of January. Motivate Sports with an 8.com.au. Great. No worries at all, Jotes. Uh, thank you for your contribution. And there you go, Bex. And I officially. Yeah, okay, uh, no, I'll put it out there. I'm sorry. Your phone topic worked, okay? Ellie and Bex. Things are heating up on SAS Australia. And last time we spoke, uh, spoke to this bloke, uh, he was at a Melbourne Cup party and had to <laughs> sneak right. out to the street, all six foot five <laughs> and 110 kegs of him. James Magnuson, the missile. Hello. Hey, guys. I'm not at a party today, so you got my full attention. Aww, oh, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> your nice, nice to know we didn't before. <laughs> yeah. Last night, a big episode, as far as you're concerned, you were on all the promos as, uh, you know, you had this big revelation. And I've got to be honest, it's a little let down. Oh. I, all I took away from it was... That you you missed out by an absolute bee's proverbial on a gold medal. You got silver by point bugger all, uh, and that that really shook you. Was that the long and the short of it, or did I miss something while I was cooking dinner? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that kind of summates it uh, mostly. I think I think probably not the result itself as as much that shook me, but people's reaction to it was what um, I struggled with at the time. Um, you know, people that I thought. Um, you know, were close to me and my friends, um, people in the media that I thought, um, you know, had my best interest in mind um, and just the general public. I think their reaction to that result was, was what kind of shook me. Were people canning you for getting a silver medal? Is that what was happening? Yeah, yeah. I, I literally had at times people can me in the street. And um, like normally in everyday life, if someone comes up to you and bags you, and they're not the same size as you, you'd give them a backhand. But given the position that, that I was in and as a as a 20-year-old guy, um, it, it used to rattle me a little bit. And, you know, I used to stew over the fact that I just had to kind of cop that because I was in the public eye. Well, I have a confession to make, James. Um, I actually went to the 2012 London Olympics um, as a spe- spectator, not as a... Of course. I mean, I look like an athlete, but <laughs> yeah, I wasn't yeah, one. Yeah, because, uh, you know, midget beer sculling wasn't really a thing back then. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw you in person one day and I yelled out like, Hi, James! But I don't think you heard me. Either you didn't hear me or you um, yes. like you pretended not to hear me. Um, but <laughs> I, was, I was there encouraging you, mate. I was, I was all for you. Big fan. Cool story. I know. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. She, I, think I think that's the tough part is athletes like just people in, in the public eye in general is that you know, so many people do support you and you get so many nice messages and things like that, but it's that one or two um, negative ones or, or people that really rip into you that kind of sticks with you. And yeah. for me, 2012, it was right at the start of social media, so no one really knew how to handle it and how to cope with, with those um, external voices. Um, and as a 20-year-old kid, I probably... It's pretty rough. Um, you know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't handle that stuff too well. Well, you've certainly developed. Um, and uh, uh, last night, the the course that, that you just had Man. to keep going through again yeah. and again and again and again. Is this the only show where things are genuinely as bad as they look? Yeah, it looks pretty, pretty <laughs> bloody tough. Yeah, well, going into it, I, I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, yeah, 
you know, they showed us um, some show reels of the show over in Britain, and I, I watched them, and I was like, ah, surely it looks worse than it is. Like, it can't yeah. be that bad. I've trained for the Olympics. Like, yeah. It should be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, it can't be as bad as it looks, or people wouldn't sign up. So I, I kind of signed up on the premise that the old she'll be right, it, it'll be all right on the day. But, yeah, particularly last night, like, that course was grueling um that water that we're running through there was all jagged rocks and stuff under the water so most of us were cut to pieces uh, that day after that and and poor erin um you know i thought yeah i thought i thought she was so tough and i just thought i don't know a couple of times when ant was screaming at her i was like you know is that really necessary like she's at absolute uh, at the brink uh, right now do you need to add that little bit of extra on top to make it quit but I guess that, that's the show. Um, she was amazing, yeah, though. You're right. She was absolutely for, for for literally a 50 kilo woman. Um, the physical power, the mental strength that she had, were out of out of control. Hey, when you finally got out, what was the first thing you did? Smash a burger. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I did actually, I was we hadn't seen a mirror in two weeks, oh, yeah. and I was like, I was like, oh my god, what do I look like after two weeks of this like torture? And the first, like, when I looked in the mirror, I was so shocked. I looked sick, gaunt. I had, like, veins popping out of places where they don't usually come from. Like, I looked, did, you, did you have a I bulge like, like Greg Norman, though, Miss oh, Just checking. <laughs> Certainly not after all that cold water. Quite the opposite, to be Were you honest. stashing a driver <laughs> in your pants? All right, we cannot ask that. I just send out a search party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's an appropriate juncture to wrap the interview up. Oh, James Magnuson. I see the headline, the missile talks mini-missile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been an absolute legend to watch. Uh, congratulations for, for taking part in the show to yeah, begin with and for doing work. as well as you've done. And you know what? You, you were bloody amazing at the Olympics for what it's worth. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Uh, thanks so much for that, guys. Have a good one. Ellie and Beck. 91.9 CFM. Do you have a grumpy grandpa? What gets your grandpa fired up? I'll give you an example. Um, believe it or not, Magic Mike, who's always so jovial and happy and whatever else, mm-hmm. um, he's a grumpy grandpa. In fact, to the extent that my sister, who's older than me and has kids, has had to pull him aside and say, mate, I need to have a word. Because the kids have started when they were only five, six, seven years of age. Mm-hmm. They've started imitating you when they watch television. Oh, no. That's no good. He, I've heard some of the words that can come out of his yeah, mouth. He yells at ad breaks. And if anyone says anything or does anything that he doesn't think is actually real, it's kind of fake newsish. Yeah. Uh, pardon my expression, folks. He'll be like, "Bullshit! <laughs> prove it! Prove it! Go on, prove it!" You know what? My dad's similar. He's also a grandpa. Um, he'll if we come if he comes in the TV room and we're watching any form of reality TV, yes. like The Bachelorette, Bachelor, whatever. He'll just come in. What is this drivel? He gets so fired up yeah. by it instantly. I'm like, Dad, that. give it a chance. We just want to see Sophie Monk find love. All right. Anything from that to your playing up as a kid. Share your memories of your grumpy grandpa on five four five double one nine one nine, and we'll send you to the movies, event cinemas, in fact, to go and see the war with grandpa. Kane is in Bedina. Kane, are you calling about a grumpy grandpa or a grumpy pa? A uh, grumpy grandpa. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, what's his name? Because I hope he's got a really cool old man name. I, Ron. Yes. <laughs> you yeah, nailed it. Uh, you nailed it. That's almost movie tickets right there. Uh, all right. All right. What, tell us about him getting fired up, getting stroppy, getting cranky, all those wonderful things. I just remember as a kid going around on weekends and I'd say, good morning, Pop. 
and he'd go, what's what's so good about it? That's a good start. <laughs> so, that is some glass half full stuff. That's a negative <laughs> way to view life. And, and what, what sort of stuff would he fire up at you kids about? Uh, play fighting in the front yard. And he, he was more just a silent, grumpy person, you know, if you know what I mean. Like, he'd sit there with a tolly in his hand and a, a rolly and... Yeah, he's just, he's always grumpy. Always. Totally and a rolly. Nothing much more Australian yeah, than that, is there? Uh, at first, I remember it wasn't rollies, actually. It was an old Bonds blue singlet with a pack of Winfield tucked <laughs> into his singlet. Okay. So I just want to paint this picture, right? Your granddad's name was Ron. Ron was grumpy yep. and surly. He used to wear a blue Bond uh, singlet, rumpers. smoke Winnie Blues and smash toilets. And get mad at his grandkids <laughs> yeah. for play fighting. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, definitely. All the time. That's every Australian grandfather. Oh, well, that's a good start. All Very right. good work. Thank you, Kane. Thanks for the call. No worries. We'll go to Tim in Maroochydore. Uh, Tim, have you got a, a bad or grumpy grandpa story? Yeah, from one day and he never has given me... He always brings it up, and I like to bring it up to stir him up as well. Isn't it funny because, um, you know, they're usually famous for not having any memory, but for things like this, they can remember it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So what pretty much he – so we used to play golf every Tuesday until he got a bit too old to do it, and I never beat him except for once. And when I finally beat him, I thought he was going to be like, congratulations, you finally did it. But now he cracked it and made me get a lift home with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your granddad sounds like Bex as a granddad. I feel like that is so something you would do, Bex. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. No, what I'd do is like, oh, I'll give you a lift and then I'd keep driving away five metres the whole yeah. way home. Oh, you're just looking for a bit of, like, pride from your granddad, you know, it just and you get shut down. How did it make you feel, bud? Uh, look, once Dad came to pick me up, um, I felt a little bit better, but he still thinks that I cheated on the back nine. But I remain <laughs> firm. I remain firm it didn't happen. Tim, that is a cracking story and deserved of a double to go and see the war with Grandpa with De Niro in event cinemas. Uh, that's all yours. Awesome. There you go. Just don't take your grandpa. Yeah. Or if you do, make sure you've got Uber uh, on the way back. Ellie and Bex. Just worry that what I'm about to do is going to be Unethical. Yeah. Because um, I'm faced with a bit of a dilemma. Oh, I thought you were finally going to confess that you're physically attracted to me. And <laughs> I was like, I'm married and we work together <laughs> and that's unethical. It's <laughs> my response to that. Okay. No words required. Good pterodactyl. Um, so <laughs> a few weeks ago it was my birthday. Yes. And uh, I got a present from my brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. And they gave me a card and in it, was a Colesmeyer voucher, right? Yes. Except they gave me the card with the explicit instruction mm-hmm. as to what I was to use the gift What voucher. did it actually say? So it said, hey, Ellie, we know that you've um, been camping a lot this year. Yes. And so we thought we'd give you some money to buy some camping okay. gear. Okay. Yes. The problem is... That you never bring your own gear. You always <laughs> mooch off other people. So yes. you why start with $250 or whatever well, it is? Well, I don't How go... How much camp- was it, $250? It was, it was, no, it was just 100 you can't get a lot with that. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? I mean, a very generous and gift. And Coles Meyer, so many different places you could go. I know. Very generous gift. Okay. But also, I don't, like, I've only been camping twice. They've yes. both been for one night. I don't have mm. any plans to go camping anytime soon. That $100 could be put to better use in my eyes. What's your conundrum? What's your question? Is it a dog act 
for me to spend a voucher that was intended for something yes. on something else. What do you want to spend it on? Well, I mean, I could I mean, just... There are some obvious options, aren't there? Liquorland's one. <laughs> well, I thought, uh, could I just spend it at Coles on my groceries? On groceries, yeah. Is that an awful thing to do? Are you ready for something shocking? Yeah. I'm going to back you here. <gasps> it's not an awful thing to do? Well, here's what's happened. Because of tyranny of distance and everything that's happened or whatever else, your brother has asked, or most likely your sister-in-law actually, because your brother, if he's a bloke like me, he's useless when it comes to birthdays. Yeah, yeah. Your sister-in-law has asked around the family, what's Ellie into? Yes. Why? Because they don't really know you intimately now. Okay? I mean, they do. As in like they don't, they they. They see on Instagram me going camping. Yeah, I see where you're coming yeah. from. Yep, yep, so, yep. so this is really them getting themselves into that pickle by saying, what are they into? It's like someone buying me a cricket bat now. I haven't played in a year and a half. Yeah. Still don't mind cricket, but there are other things I need to spend my money on right yeah. now. So what I, I think is happening here is that they're just taking a punt and the punt hasn't come up. Okay. But is it like spending it on groceries feels like a bit of a waste. But it's totally starving useful. in your paw. <laughs> They can tune in any day, any day on the show they can tune in and I'll be telling the story of you getting maggots in your room. (laughs) And they'll be like, thank God she went and got some carpet cleaner. You know what I mean? Or some fresh food after she'd been eating that maggot-written kebab that was a week and a half old from Ocean Street. I mean, fair call. Do you know what? A $100 kebab voucher would go a long way in my life. I'll tell you what. what. No, no, knowing you, you'd shout everyone. Yes. Go for a week. (sighs) But... Here, if your question is, and if we want to go to the phones on this, feel free to disagree. Yeah. 545 Is it okay if you get given a gift card with instructions on what to spend it on to spend it on something completely different? Yeah, help I me. I think it is because the gift is to you. I actually don't think there's any issue here. Okay. From Sam Smith to Sam in Karamundi, what do you think? Changing up uh, what it's spent on, good, bad, otherwise, what do you reckon? Family um, at Christmas time, um, my uncle distributes gift vouchers, um, like gift cards, to certain places when he knows that you know we shop at Kmart or we shop at Coles or something like that. But on the same instance, my mum will get a gift card for me, and you know she says if you need it for fuel, if you need it for groceries, I'd like you to spend it on yourself. But you know this is life, mm. so you use it what you need to use it for. I okay. guess I guess the thing is, yeah, it's a gift to you. But uh, I mean, we, we are talking about Ellie Cheney here. <laughs> She'll get a hundred dollars worth of discount turkey patties from Coles. That's what's going to happen. And that is money well spent. If, if if it goes to putting food in her belly or getting some clothes yeah. or even getting that little drink from the um, bottle, you know, I, I mean, it's still a gift served purpose. I hear you, Sam. Essentially what you're saying is as long as she doesn't eat another maggot-filled kebab <laughs> from Ocean Street, um, yes. happy maybe days. Maybe that's where they were, they were hinting. Maybe maybe if we get a, a Coles voucher, that may, maybe it won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> she can afford Oh, God, now Sam's stuff. picking up on me as well. Thank you, Sam. Always oh. great to chat. <laughs> no worries, guys. Bye-bye. No worries. Hey, no, uh, Jess is in Nooseville. Jess, uh, tell us what's your thoughts on this or are you just ringing up because you want movie tickets? You know, if I was to give somebody a gift voucher and I gave them something you thought they might really like and they didn't, I would prefer it if that person just said, you know what, it's really cool and really kind of you to give me this voucher, but hey, you know, camping's not really my thing. Would you be offended 
if I used it towards something that I'd really wanted to buy. So you reckon I have to run it by them first, though, Jess, or do you reckon I can just yeah, do it and then if it comes I'm up, I'll do it? Let's be honest. So, you know what, hey, a lot, I've looked at the camping stuff and realised, oh, hey, you know, it's not really me, but, you know, I've been thinking about getting this awesome thing for ages. Hey, would it be right if I used it towards that? And, and it's your brother, I reckon. At the end of the day, it's not like you're buying yeah. meth- methamphetamine with it or something. Whoa, you know what I mean? No, no, but you know I'm what I mean. Not. Like, it's, 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 if you're going to use it to enjoy yourself, happy days. <laughs> All right. All right. Cheers, Jess. Thanks, Jess. I do like that. Nice and succinct with that one. Uh, Heather is in Ringtail Creek. Heather, what's your read on the gift card sitch? Oh, yeah. Now, I'd be really cut if someone used it on groceries. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> Very interesting. Now, right. tell us, tell us why. Day. I mean, it's got to be something a little bit special. Okay. All right. So, do it, does it have to be camping related or can I do it, use it on something no, else? No, no. Just, just something that you can at least say, hey, Guys, I got that for yeah, for my birthday from you or whatever. Yeah, just groceries. Right. That's really lame. <laughs> That's really lame. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I love being on this radio show because I can use all my ethical dilemmas as you know, uh, as content, and then people will call and help me. And this all is right. what I've needed. Here, Coles, my options. You got to pick one quickly. Oh goodness. Coles, Coles Express, Target, Kmart, Office Work, Liquorland, Vintage Sellers, first choice. Maya. Or Maya. Maya. All right, I, I'll I because she didn't want dress. to say Liquorland. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Heather, you can uh, go on in-season pass to go to event cinemas and see the new De Niro comedy, It's War with Grandpa. Uh, that's on us. Thank you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9, see Tell you Woo! what, today is a good day. So good. Everyone on the sunny coast who's looking forward to seeing family and friends in New South Wales and Victoria. Yeah, very good. My folks um, and my sisters and my nieces and my nephews, um, you know, there. And I know that you've finally got to go back to Perth, so I've sort of kept a lid on it for mm. a long time. Uh, a big day, um, and to the particularly the Victorian people as well, you know, to reel it back in after what was potentially a disastrous situation and, and go as many days as they have without any sort of situation uh, coming back up again. That's huge. And finally, we got past the election and finally our Premier said, yep, all right. You can, you can come. So uh, for the latest on all of that, we've got one of our favourite reporters from Channel 9 News, Lane Calcott, on the line. One Hello, of our favourites. I mean, our favourite. How, how oh, dare oh, you? Sorry. That's changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lane, I tell you what, we'll have we'll be having a word. Um, don't worry about that. Yeah, we'll do the intro again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can if you want. We can. Have no, in all seriousness, um, mate, a, a, a pretty phenomenal day that a lot of people have been waiting for. Yeah, it is a big day. Um I guess, I mean, December 1 was always in the Queensland roadmap that they'd laid out. But as you suggested, with the you know, pretty catastrophic situation in Victoria uh, and uh, a little bit of uncertainty in New South Wales, that was always in doubt, of course. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the decision was supposed to be made on Monday, which would have been the end of the month. But uh, Jeanette Young spoke to the New South Wales uh, Chief Medical Officer and the Victorian counterpart overnight, briefed the Premier this morning, and they realised that New South Wales had reached that benchmark for the 28 days of no unlinked cases. And uh, Melbourne was only a day or so away from reaching that as well. So um, decided to do it early. Gives people more time to plan, I guess. You know, what they've got now five days to plan ahead and, uh, and as you say, see loved ones and we can go there and they can come here. I'm in an unenviable position that my in-laws have booked already and my mum and dad haven't, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, you're in trouble. (laughs) No, I actually do love my in-laws. But look, uh, an interesting thing, though, uh, and I sort of... I I was, for want of a better word, I was ignorant to this. Um, 
you know, I spoke to a few friends that own businesses around the coast and in Brisbane as well. There's still a lot of people that don't want anyone coming in from other states. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Um, I would have thought that had changed by now, uh, given the situation was so much better in those two states that people may have thought, oh, okay, well, you know, they're not going to bring it across the border. Uh, But I guess there are still people out there who, who just don't want to get sick. Um, and we'll need some convincing. Um, fingers crossed that you know there is no spread when people get back into Queensland and, and vice versa, and uh, everything's okay. And how are things for you on a personal level? I know that um, uh, professionally you've had to pretty much hole up at Parliament House for hours and hours and hours at a time at, at points. Is it is it sort of uh, you free roaming yeah, again? No, no, things have eased in the last few months. I mean, initially back in February, March, you know, we were restricted to um, basically working out of here with the same crews. Uh, with the same journos from the other cha- uh, other channels every day. So, you know, that was fine. You, you, you leave home, you drive to work, you work here, you drive home. So there's was not much uh, contact. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a boy in Melbourne, a son in Melbourne I haven't seen since last Christmas. So he's yeah. been a bit anxious about whether he and his partner are going to be able to get back and see their families this Christmas. But now they can. So it's all good. Exactly. And in terms of people coming into Queensland, what's the border crossing situation like? Do you still need a permit to get in? No, don't, you won't. Don't believe so, um, no. Yeah. No, um, look, you might. They still haven't decided about South Australia. That'll probably be decided on Monday, but they are, they are hopeful. You might need passes if you're coming uh, from South Australia, various uh, you know, isolated hotspots. But other than that, no, you're free to come. Um, just drive or fly or whatever way you want to get here. Finally, Lane, I think the interesting thing going forward is going to be uh, how governments, all governments, handle flare-ups because... I, I I don't know about you, but a future of, of, of freaking out and shutting everything down every mm. time there's a little bit of a spike or whatever yeah. else, it'll be managing those outbreaks that sure will come with a highly infectious disease, you'd think. That's going yeah, to be the well, interesting one. And today doesn't mean that, you know, the borders can't be shut again. Um, mm. it, it's happened before. Uh, but as you say, you know, these uh, outbreaks have pretty much clamped down pretty quickly. Um, we haven't yet got any idea as to, you know, what may force another closure, whether it be a major outbreak or various hotspots declared and, you know, little regions perhaps kept out of the state. But something before and who's to say can't happen again. Exactly. Well, I reckon just keep looking. The way that New South Wales has handled it, the fact that they didn't have a, a massive outbreak when Victoria did, I reckon goes to show that it can be managed and we can get through Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And we can Yeah, and we've done the same here. You know, yeah. remember Wakehold and, and yeah. those sort of outbreaks, we, we, uh, we got them controlled very quickly. I just wonder whether or not uh, Gladys and uh, Anastasia are going <laughs> to... You know, send each other a Christmas card this year. Well, just... uh, no, the, the Premier did ring Gladys this morning and um, apparently it was quite cordial and Gladys did uh, tweet later that it was one of the best phone calls she's ever received. Thank you, Anastasia, for saying. I'm a little bit of thawing in, the, uh, in what's been a very yes. frosty night. You know why? Because we won Origin. I was going to say, Gladys is still getting it right. <laughs> yeah, Gladys... <laughs> given what she did yesterday or what came out yesterday, is going to be a bit careful herself. So. Yeah, she's got a lot on her plate, that's for sure. Uh, Lane Calcutt, yes. so do you. So we appreciate your time whenever you give it. Um, all the best and all hopefully you can book in a flight for the young fella. Exactly, both. Exactly. Look oh. forward to it. Ellie and Bex.